Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talk of champions. Short sessions. Long story short. Hey, hey, welcome in to another edition of Talk of Champions Short Sessions. I'm your host, Zach Barry. Joining me. Mr. Travis Rayer from Bama Online. We're going to talk a little Trey Amos, and we're going to get uh, kind of his thoughts on uh, kind of, you know, resetting the board a bit with uh, Alabama and everything that's gone on since Nick Saban retired and uh, the hiring of Kalen DeBoer. Uh, I know people are excited in Tuscaloosa. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited to see how he does in the SEC. I I loved him at Washington. I think he's a hell of a coach, so we'll get into that a little bit uh, before – I bring Travis in. We're going to remind you this show is brought to you by the College Corner. They got locations in Jackson and in Oxford, Mississippi. Go over there, get you some uh, some swag for basketball, for baseball. If you want to get some Peach Bowl gear, they've got that. And if you order online, you use promo code SHARKFEST and you get 10% off of your order. So go there, check them out. They've got real tree gear if you want to get some real tree uh, merch for yourself, for your family, for your friends. Uh, they've got t-shirts, polos, hats. They got growth supplies. They got all of that and more collegecornerstore.com. Check them out in Oxford on Sisk Avenue. The store is gorgeous, huge space, tons of stuff to get, uh, for all of your Ole Miss fandom needs. Travis, good morning. Thank you for joining, man. How are we doing? Good morning, Zach. How are you? I tell you what, man, the kids are back in school. Snow and ice is melting. It is uh it is a glorious day as uh being stuck inside with uh two kids under uh under five years old was a uh, was a test. Yeah, I've been through that. I've been there, done that. We had three at one point that were six, four, and two. So oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad to <laughs> glad to report that they've at least made it to 28 26 and 22 now so uh okay we're pretty nice. happy about that yeah a little bit yeah you did something here. right i we're, that remains to be seen i mean you know we're, they, they got to make it to 30 before i feel <laughs> really good or safe about that yeah uh all right so before we get into uh you know we're going to talk trey amos um big pickup for Ole Miss out of the portal uh i know our subscribers are excited i'm sure the coaching staff is uh really talented player who was really good for Alabama down the stretch. Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about Saban and, you know, kind of closing the door on, on that, you know, illustrious career. I'm sure you've talked about it enough, so we don't have to go too deep into it, but uh, just how's the transition been going from, you know, the greatest to ever do it to uh, a guy that just flat out just does not lose very often. It's been surreal and, a multitude of ways and not just because I think there had become this perception by some Alabama fans that look, Nick's just going to coach forever. You know, he's, he's never going to retire. This is never going to end. Uh, so that cold water to the face aspect of that announcement 
a couple Wednesdays ago still resonates, still fresh. But just the era that we're in now, since Alabama made the change from Mike Shula to Nick Saban, social media, the process of going through a coach search, uh, you know, transfer portal now, so many things that were not in play in 2006, 2007, just a totally different game. And maybe that's uh, had something to do with him coming to that realization that at 72, this is even more of a young man's game than it was 17 years ago. But I think all those things have kind of come into the the mindset of folks around the program. I don't know if he ever actually gave a reason or if it was just, a, you know, hey, you know, it's my time. Um, just the the timing of it was kind of interesting. Um, but d- did you ever get any kind of concrete answer from from Saban or anyone else that's spoken to him? Or would, do you think he was just, you know, hey, it's time to hang it up? You know, we've almost been conditioned that if a coach doesn't stay too long, there must be something wrong, like right. physically, health-related. Because typically, what do coaches do? They they unfortunately have to be told when it's time. Right. Yeah, We just don't see coaches move along on their own terms. So for this to, in some some corners come out of the blue like it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that led to some of that questioning about Nick's health, about family members' health. Uh, but he is reassured and his family is reassured over the last couple of weeks. Everybody's fine. You know, but Nick had been pretty steadfast in when he felt like he wasn't going to be able to do the job yeah. to the maniacal level that he does the job. I mean, there's 30, 40 year olds that can't work with Nick Saban at that rate. Yeah. He was going to get out and looks like he was pretty much true to his word. And we have, again, a tough time sort of, yeah, coming to terms with that because we just seen so many of these guys, great, great coaches, kind of sad in the end. Bobby Bowden comes to mind uh, at Florida state having to be told it's time. You're going, and that wasn't the case with Nick. I know there's been a lot of Alabama players to enter the portal trying to go elsewhere, um, but there has been a, a number of guys who have come out publicly and stated, you know, hey, I'm staying here. Um, I've seen – I can't remember who it was in particular, but I've seen a couple that, you know, hey, Kalen DeBoer is an impressive guy to talk to. We want to – we want to hear him out and see, you know, see what he can do, you know, in your limited time with him since he's been hired, what's, what's DeBoer been like and just kind of what, what has impressed you the most with him? You know, I think he's been impressive. Um, Did he win the initial press conference? I'd say he did. Did he have Alabama fans rebounding from the Nick Saban news to the point where they're ready to run through a brick wall? Maybe not, but I, I, I go back to sort of steadying. That's that's what it's felt like since he's taken over that presence that he has uh, a quiet confidence, a sort of reassuring that, you know what, we understand the standards, we understand the expectations, uh, also making it very clear to not only Nick that absolutely wants to keep him around as much as he wants to be around, but also letting players of every era of Alabama football, not just the Saban era, no, we need you involved too. So I yeah. thought he did a nice job of sort of not just rallying the fan base, but 
the alumni, the former players, uh, acknowledging how could you not Nick's greatness. Um, yeah. but then also, sure. You know, if you want to have input on a daily basis, even, uh, Kalen DeBoer appears to be interested in that. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. A new year has arrived. What's your resolution for 2024? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of? Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs. Whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this the new year. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs. A proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Like I said earlier, he's won everywhere. Um, the way Washington was able to rebound so quickly when he was hired was was pretty remarkable. Um, as someone who who uh, which you know now it's you know RIP, it's gone. But Pac-12 after dark was was always something that I enjoyed every Saturday and watching Washington play and just the the innovative offense and just you know his his whole his whole vibe. I I, I like. I, I think uh, I think he's going to do well. Um, so kind of flipping here to uh, talk about uh, somebody that left Alabama is now going to Ole Miss. Trey Amos originally played at Louisiana, transferred into Alabama. Um, you know, when I was taking a look at him and, and his game and, and telling our subscribers, you know, hey, he was, he was the third corner for Alabama, which for most places, that's the best corner on your team. Um, played behind two NFL guys and Kool-Aid and uh, Terry and Arnold, uh, Played a lot of uh, meaningful snaps, made some big plays in the SEC championship game. But just his transition from group of five to SEC play and kind of, you know, his 
the trust that Nick Saban had in him. What did you see from his short time in Tuscaloosa playing for the Crimson Tide? Yeah, he was. He was very important, especially in their sub packages. Uh, the dime, he was essentially a starter at corner in that spot because they would move Terry and Arnold in the dime inside to the star or slot corner position. So he gave them some really nice flexibility, too, because he is absolutely an SEC caliber starter. And I came to that conclusion going back to his Louisiana time. Mm-hmm. You go back and you watch the Independence Bowl in his last game at Louisiana against Houston. He matched up against Tank Dell, now of the Houston Texans. Had a yeah. really good fr- uh, uh, rookie season, I guess, before he had an injury. Uh, go back and watch that game. And, okay. and Tank caught four or five balls, but he didn't have 100 yards. Mm-hmm. And I think he beat maybe Trey for a, a short touchdown catch in the red zone. But that showed me – relative to how Nick liked to play defense, this guy's going to be just fine because he liked manning up. He liked yeah. playing main coverage. He liked the challenge of that. So uh, even before he got to Alabama, I felt like he may not start in the base and the nickel, but he's going to make Tarion better. And I, I think that's what happened. Tarion continued to improve to his credit. Cool age, you knew what you had. Uh, but to be able to sort of move guys around on the back end there for a for a secondary that was really turning over. I mean, Brian Branch moves on to the NFL. Jordan Battle moves on the NFL. DeMarco Ellum. So they had a lot of holes to fill back there. Um, he gave them a, a real nice sense of security, not just in the dime, but from a depth perspective, which showed up in some games. LSU, it showed up. And then, of course, Georgia with Kool-Aid going out early in the third quarter, of that SEC championship game, you know, Trey comes in, they don't miss a beat. I, I yeah. do some second watch stuff for BOL. And if you go back and watch our second watch of that Georgia game from the point where Trey came in, um, took on Brock Bowers in, in a in a particular coverage in the red zone with a PBU, ran mm-hmm. a route for a Georgia receiver on another one. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a high-level corner. That's – I've, I've reminded people, like, hey, in case you forgot, Nick Saban, you know, he, he kind of specializes in the secondary. So if he in thinks corners, yeah, yeah, if he thinks you can play corner for him, whether that's boundary or field, he knows what he's doing. He's proven that over the years. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've always kind of admired Saban's kind of mindset with coverage. It's like, hey, you come here, we're going to play man. And it's just you by yourself, you know, you know, maybe we switch it up a little bit, but for the most part, you know, we're going to play man, we're going to challenge you and you're going to have to make plays against us. Um, I feel like that's just, I mean, probably the best rubber stamp you can have for a guy that you're getting out of the portal, right? That Saban trusted you to be on an Island. Yeah. That's, that's why I went back and watched Trey as much as anything. I figured he must've played a good bit of man at Louisiana because you're absolutely going to have to be able to do it in Nick Saban's defense. And, you know, I think Alabama's transitioning actually more to coverages where it's going to be eyes on the quarterback and they're going to show some man, but play more zone certainly than they did under Nick. So perhaps that had something to do too with, uh, Mm -hmm. with Trey's decision. Uh, Because I would think with Pete, they're probably going to ask him to man up a good bit. Yeah, good segue there. I was going to ask you, kind of last thing wrapping up, uh, 
you had some time covering Pete Golding. Um, I think he exceeded expectations and then some in year one at Ole Miss. They were a, a top 25 SP plus unit. Um, they were kind of sneaky good at all three levels. Um, what was what was your take? I know that Saban has a big hand on the defense and, you know, he probably plays a large part in what's called on Saturdays and the game plan. But just Pete Golding as a defensive coordinator now kind of on his own, you know, he's not in the shadow of Saban anymore. Um, you know, what was your experience with him at Alabama and, and kind of what have you seen from him at, at Ole Miss? Yeah, Pete was a little bit polarizing, I think, with the fan base because the standard is so incredibly high. And um, the, the the fan base and media will be quick to point out your shortcomings or shortcomings <laughs> yeah. on that side of the ball, especially right. because of the standard that people are accustomed to. They're not so quick to point out a lot of the good stuff, you know, that, that yeah. defenses do. Um, you know, it's like some fans forget that, he was a big part of the 2020 national championship team, even 2021, you know, they held it together pretty good. The national championship game lost to Georgia. I think Georgia had 12 points with eight minutes to go there in the, mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter in Indianapolis, and then still didn't score in the thirties. The final score in that game was a interception return for a touchdown. So I thought Pete did some good things. I, I think there was some disappointment for sure with that 2022 um, unit that he left mm -hmm. on uh, yeah. for the talent that they had, for what they were bringing back. And you could almost sense it from Pete when he did have the opportunity to address the media that he was he was anxious to see what that group could do. And they played well through extended stretches, but when they needed to finish games against Tennessee and LSU, they came up short. And so I think unfortunately for him, not that he should care, but – his legacy at Alabama, it's it's very much a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately society we live in anyway. That's kind of the lasting impression that Pete left. But, you know, before that, there was certainly a lot of stuff that he did nicely. So final thing here, and again, thank you, Travis, from Bama Online for joining us here to to talk a little bit of uh, Trey Amos, little Pete Golding. But I, I expect him to – start day one um and i think you you've already kind of said it but just to kind of expound on it but do you think he can be a number one corner in the sec at, at ole miss i mean the expectation was that he was going to be a number one corner at alabama and he yeah. left to go to ole miss and so absolutely not knowing ole miss's roster anywhere close to what i know alabama's uh i do know alabama's about to have two first round corners and he was next yeah so Absolutely. I would be I would be stunned if he isn't uh, one of their starting corners on opening day. All right. Appreciate the time, my man. This was fun. I'm sure we'll do it again soon uh, next fall. But uh, thanks to Travis for joining us. Thank you to College Corner for sponsoring it. Remember, Shark Fest is the promo code 10% off if you order online. If you're local, go to Oxford Sisk Avenue. Hopefully the roads are better today or tomorrow. You can go get you some Peach Bowl stuff, get you some uh, Ole Miss merch for basketball, baseball, women's hoops, all of that at College Corner. Check them out, collegecornerstore.com. For Travis, I'm Zach. This has been Talk of Champions Short Sessions. Until next time, we out.